Hello, hello. This podcast was originally recorded inside of my free Crown Yourself community. Now, I don't always record my podcasts publicly. When I do record my podcasts for any community, it's normally for my revolutionary empire builders. But this was a topic that is affecting our world that I needed to bring to a wider audience. And I was so honored to have my first recurring guest on The Princess and the Bee inside of my community, the amazing, talented Leah Valencia Key. Now, if you go back and listen to episode 80 of this podcast, Leah's episode is entitled From Homeless to 150 Million Homes on QVC. She is a black woman, she is my dear friend, and she is probably the most joyful human being you will ever listen to in your entire life. And when I originally approached her to have this conversation, there was nobody else I could think of to have this conversation in a way that really focuses on unity, on joy, on awakening, and on standing in your power and being called out and calling out yourself as well when you need to when you need to get, you know, get yourself checked. So I am so grateful to her for coming on again, especially since it was literally the day before she took the stage at QVC for the second time. And this is both Leah and my first time really holding space in our public environment to have the conversation about race and to also hold space for the vision for humanity that we have for a a human race of joy, of unity, of harmony. And that really can only happen when we allow and hold space for those who have been oppressed by their color of their skin, by their gender, by their sexual orientation, to have a voice that is just as powerful as white dudes, frankly. So enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Okay, my amazing Crown Yourself community, if you cannot tell that I have a queen with me today, like holy moly, Leah Valencia Key is back in the house. If you are a loyal listener to the Princess and the Bee podcast, you would have heard her episode from homeless to in 150 million homes. She is going on her second time being on QVC in the next two days. 
and she is sitting quite properly on her bright yellow throne, <laughs> which is where she belongs. So, Leah, thank you so much to come and speak to our community. I'm, I mean, I know when I first when I first asked you to come and like I said, let's have the race conversation. You, you, you were like, I've never had that conversation. And I really no. respected that about, about you and, and just the joy that you have for life. And that's why I wanted to bring you on to share your perspective as a black woman and as someone who has overcome massive obstacles to get where you are today. And I am so, so proud and excited for where you're going because it's going to be amazing. So I'm excited. I'm honored to be with you for the second time. Uh, it's a joy and, a, and an honor when someone says, I want to talk to you again. And so I'm grateful. I to always talk. want to talk to you, though. You are, know, you are such a light and a, and a joy. It's I always want to talk. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I pray that we um, I pray that we touch people today, that we encourage hearts, we infuse um joy we uplift minds and we just connect today that's my prayer for this conversation amen amen i agree i would love to know as as a black woman how has this time affected you i mean this is the the greatest civil rights movement in the history of the world spanning it's reached australia and it's wow. it's it, it's extraordinary so I would love to, I would love to hear from you and your perspective because I do believe like we only can own our perspectives that that we've experienced yeah. and you've had certain experiences I've had certain experiences and I can't speak from that perspective but you can and I would yeah. love to hear how this time has affected you. Well, honestly, it's um so just to blanket it out and I'm gonna speak candid. I I ask God to give me the words. And, Amen. Um, let me be pure at heart and whatever I speak out of my mouth. And so my purity speaks into this is not new ism. This is 450 X plus ism. Yes. So um, I am grateful for a cell phone, camera phones and social media because um, when atrocities happen, they can be swept under the rug when there's no exposure to them. And then we can, we can go about our business as if things are okay. And so cell phones and social media say, no, not so. This is not okay. And here's the true tea and here's what's happening. And so for that, I am abundantly grateful that we can expose wrong behaviors that have been happening for over 400 years and continue to happen. And I pray that this is not a uproar for the moment, but a change for a lifetime. Um, and, and so that's my prayer that as we see more wrongness, we all get together. I think it's beautiful when everyone and I'm touchy on, I hate dividing race into, like, that's just not, I look at the heart, but the world doesn't always look at the heart. And that's what we're seeing in being exposed through social media, that the world's not looking at the heart. They're looking at, at these societally created wrongs. And I think that if we can see this harshness that's in front of our eyes, that's been going on forever, 
and say, oh my God, this is real. And I personally have to change my mindset and I have to be sensitive. So if everyone is sensitive to the wrongness that's going on in the world and that we can really look at everyone from a loving heart, not a judgmental mind, we can start really changing the world and we can actually be one and we can be what God wants us to be as family, connected, living our best genius's life in all of our strongest forms. Everyone's unique. Everyone's different. That's the beauty of life. Uniqueness. Yes, we don't all want to walk around being the same person. That's how we have such a wonderful world because of the uniqueness of it. So let, let's start embracing it and just carrying everyone so that we can live our own life. And I pray that this has ripped the Band-Aid off and that we don't put a Band-Aid back on it, that we keep mm -hmm. working towards greatness and change and love in all areas. And I, and I believe it to be so. I do. I believe, I believe it too. I think that this has been a massive worldwide wake-up call. And it is something that people I, I see all over social media. Everyone is saying this is this is a marathon. Like it's going to take time to systematically change an ism that has been in the isms for four hundred plus years. So right. how do we, as women and as leaders, mm -hmm. step up and lead inclusively through our businesses, so now through our because, lives? Because it's become such a norm in society. So, right. So society has created this ism as a norm. And so we unconsciously function in it. I do as well. And now because of exposure that we can really see the truth of the sadness of the norm, we, as everyone, leaders, non-leaders, whoever you are, everyone's a leader in their own life. That's what my mother taught me. <laughs> we lead our own life. So everyone's a leader. Everyone needs to be sensitive to the incorrect norms that has happened for so long and has been embedded unconsciously in our mind. And so people are like, oh, people are so sensitive. We should be. Because when you're sensitive, you create feeling. And when you create feeling, feelings create an action, right? And so mm -hmm. I pray that we start to get sensitive to the incorrect norms. And then when the sensitivity happens, we start to correct the wrong that we've been doing and that we start to intentionally do extra to compensate for what has been going on for hundreds of years. We got to start compensating for it, not as an appeasement, but as a say, um, let's help bring it closer to where we want to be. And so we got to go back far and do a little extra so that we can start getting everything, everyone, and every action on the mindset. And it starts with sensitivity. It does. Mm. And I love that because when you have that sensitivity and that rawness, a lot of times people want to suppress or repress or or escape from it. And I think because That's of what we've coming been doing. Off, we've been doing that all along. We've been mm -hmm. we've been escaping it. We've been ignoring it. Yeah, uh, those of us who've been mistreated, we say, but I'm a perseverer and I'm an overcomer, right? And because we never want to be the victim. Um, but what I love now is that the victims don't have to be the victims 
they don't have to speak on their victimism of others are now speaking on the behalf. And that's when change starts to happen. When other people are like, not right. (laughs) And we are not going to stand for it anymore. And I say thank you to everyone, everyone who is standing up and saying, it's not right. And we can't do it anymore. It's not cute. It may be hard to change, but nothing that's worth it is easy. Nothing Mm -hmm. in this. I haven't haven't had anything I've done (laughs) so far that's easy. Not even not even the non-worthed stuff is easy. (laughs) 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 So, so let's do some hard work, some digging and uncovering, and some sensitive moves and some hard, conscious, loving actions to start helping switch the switch the narrative and the actions. And I know you mentioned your mom on the podcast. And if you haven't listened to that interview at right after we get off of Leah, go back and listen to that interview because it is phenomenal. And it was your mother who, when you were in, in grade school, middle school, um, where where she, she she called you out and she said what she said that changed, that changed your life. And how, how did those emotions when being called out by your mom, about I love that parallel. So that's beautiful, right? Because we got to get called out on the stuff, right? We got to get called out on what we're not doing right. I mean, that's the only way to create change in anything is to be called out. I mean, even as a business owner, uh, when people call you out on things, you may not like it. It may not feel good. You get a little defensive at first, and then you have a moment to step back and you're like, oh, that's kind of true. I can improve on that. And so then you create mm-hmm. change and you become a stronger business. You become, my mother told me I was following my environment and she called me out and said, you can lead your life. And that may have not felt good in that moment because I was like, what is she talking about? You know, especially young. But then I, even in that younger and least developed mind, I was able to say, oh, but that's really cool. If if what she's saying is right and I can lead my life, that may look better than what's going on right now. So let me try it. And so by trying it and leading, trying to lead my life in every facet, every mindset, every conscious decision, I'm able to sit here and speak to you and, and share my loves and my blessings to the world. So that's that's the same thing that that we need to continuously do, call it out. That's why I love the cell phone era because we're calling it out. We see something mm-hmm. wrong, we say something. You know when you're in the airport, see something wrong. <laughs> you see something wrong, you say something. <laughs> right? See a loose bag that looks shady and suspicious, say something, okay? <laughs> and that's, that's where I, I pray our world continues to be. You see something, it's wrong, you tape it. Cause uh, guess what? Some, another mentor way back in the day when I start working, she told me if it wasn't written down, if there's no visual proof, it never happened. And I thought she was crazy Mm. too, but she was telling me to document everything I did and work. And so that's the same thing, what we're going. So when you see something, document it and share it with the world because the only way that we can see the wrong is to visually have proof of it and we have this visual proof of it we can start saying uh-uh 
and we can start being more sensitive and we can start switching the narrative and switching the actions and pour more love to people who need, need it the most and who have been deprived of it. And speaking of people loving on the people who need it the most, how do we, how can we shift the perspectives of people who aren't yet ready to be called out on racist perspectives? How can, how can we love on them and have that hold space for that challenging conversation? Here's the truth. You can't change a human being. It's, it's just, if you personally cannot change someone, however, you can lead by example. Mm-hmm. And, you can, and, you, and you yourself, by doing the actions and doing the work consistently, unapologetically, and sometimes overtly when you see it, addressing it creates movement so that they can change themselves. You know, we never want to change someone because it's impossible and it's temporary. But we want our actions to lead so powerfully that it starts to shift mindsets on their own. And so that's what, to me, love and light and joy and is it does you you just be it and so when I walk in the room I don't ask everyone to be joyful I come in with joy (laughs) (laughs) well you lead by example yeah when you know if I come in the room I don't ask everyone to be light even if it's dark and and solemn I don't ask people to be that I just am it and because of that it becomes infectious because you can't curve everyone, but you can move small things and just small movement makes big movements over time. And so I just ask everyone, me included, everyone that's involved to look at ourselves, let us start doing the work. Let us start making changes against this. Let us start making visual actions of help and love And don't worry about everybody else. Now, if it's something in your face that you know is wrong, tape it, document it. And if you are in proximity where you think it's safe, even if it's like your friend or family where you know you have the right somewhere in there, maybe even say something, but don't expect expect it to change. Just drop a nugget of, you know, that's not right. Or, you know, there's a better Mm -hmm. way of handling it. Or, you know, just a nugget. Because nuggets are the seeds that grow strongly. And action. Mm, I, I agree. I always think in, in coaching, I think of a breakthrough as like unlocking a safe. So yeah. if you have a really easy breakthrough is like a piggy bank. So it's like, that's not really a deep seated belief. That's not really a, like the belief that's that big of a problem. Cause you just pull that plug out of the piggy bank and all the much change falls out. Right. But when you have a safe, that's like, 400 years in the making and it's constantly you're turning that knob every which way Mm -hmm. consistently in order for it to finally unlock to pull out that that belief that you no longer want in there and then and then it unlocks for for people for humanity but I think that with each each nugget each turn of that dial It is unlocking, it's getting one step closer to unlocking that safe. And so continuously choosing to turn the dial and be the person who shows up in your community to turn that dial so that you unlock the personal breakthroughs because what happens on the inside ripples out. 
Absolutely. It's, it's persistent. It's consistent. It becomes my new collection rooted. It, it, you decide what you're going to be rooted in and, and you stick to your roots and you live boldly your roots and what you know is to be true for you and what you decide you're going to give to the world. And you give it and you connect with people who are giving it because when you connect with people who are giving it, then that makes it even bigger. And then they connect with people that are giving it. And then we don't stop. What happens is we do a little something sometimes and then Mm -hmm. we stop because that's just enough. Well, if I was just a little bit joyful sometimes, then that's just not true. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I got to give it all the time, even when I don't feel like giving it like, I'm giving joy even when I don't feel like giving it. I may be in my room beforehand like, oh, this is not it, not today. But as soon as I walk out into the world, my roots say I'm rooted in it. And so I give it because I decided to give it. And so even when it's uncomfortable, if that's what Mm -hmm. you say, I'm going to break this hundreds of year old evil then I'm going to do it uncomfortably. I'm going to do it relentlessly. I'm going to do it without someone asking me. And I'm going to join up with people who believe in what I believe in. And we're just going to keep growing it for the people that want to grow it. And we don't worry about the people who don't want to, because when we grow in numbers, then they start to shrink. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I love I love the fact that you are just so rooted in joy and the fact that you totally dropped the plug for your new collection. (laughs) Oh, she said, damn, that was smooth. (laughs) Well, it's so real, right? And because when I create, I don't create jewelry for being jewelry. I don't. And as soon as I start, doing that, then I'm done. So I create collections because I know life is deep and I know life is interesting and I know we need things, physical, visual things to set us in, to click us in, to keep us moving and to allow us to be the best that we can be. And so that was in my spirit that I wanted to give to the world because I remember Throughout my life's journey, when I was thinking about my second collection, things were happening that could have swayed me off of what I was rooted in, left to right, left to right, left to right. But I was steadfast, even though I swayed, I was steadfast in my roots and my core. And the outcome of that was magical growth. And so that's when rooted collection came out. It was like, whoa, there is power in you choosing. The beauty is you choose it. You could use it today. You could use it tomorrow. You choosing what you're going to root and plant into. Because when we think of a tree, those really big trees with those huge roots, Mm -hmm. when the wind comes crazy, it sways, it blows, a couple little branches fall off. But that tree is living and growing because it's so deeply planted. And so that's where I want to be. And that's what I want to inspire us to be. Let's just choose it every day, even what, what we're going through in the world today. We can choose right now to be rooted in correctness for all. Mm-hmm. Right now. And then, then through those actions, you just start doing it. And so I ask you to root yourself 
and start really looking at what what it is you are rooted in. Mm-hmm. And that will guide your actions. Oh, I love that, especially since you brought up the power of, of choice. Because every belief, when you really look at it, at some point, if you look at a belief and you choose to still keep it, like if you choose to keep a lot of the beliefs that I work with with a lot of women are you know, not being enough or not being worthy or not being deserving of the success and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, at some point when you become aware, you can choose to either keep that belief yeah. or you choose to chuck it. <laughs> and and I love the fact, mm-hmm. And I love the fact that it is, you can choose that you just said, like, choose the roots that you want to hold on to, the roots that will not be sprouting weeds, joy, love, unity, justice. So how do we lift each other up in, during this time? Let's start pouring love where love is needed. And my aunt told me, Aunt Nancy, I love her, Lord rest her soul. She told me love was an action word. And she would look me and I would always say, Aunt Nancy, I love you. I love you. And she would say, thank you for telling me. Now show me because love is an action word. Meaning don't get a little attitude, little mama seat when I tell you to do something. Because if you love me, you know, I love you and you do it because you believe in what I'm telling you and you're showing me that you love me. And so that stuck with me and I'm like, whoa. We, I say love. I will. I tell everyone I love them, and I believe it because I'm going to show you. I'm not. I'm not just telling you I love you. Whoever I could just meet you. I'm gonna. If I connect with you, I will share that I love you. But that love is really powerful because that means I'm going to shine so much love in your life that hopefully it lifts you up. And so we really have to start doing to help people that have been treated incorrectly and so whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like in your realm I know we start to tell people what to do and I'm not I'm not an advocate of telling someone what they should do because I don't know what's in your reach I don't know what's in your circumference but I know choose love and that love is an action word and so Mm -hmm. love is an action word find some actions that you can do to pour love into the people that are being mistreated, the people that are being oppressed, the people that are being less than, the people that are being murdered and all of these things, find something in your reach that you can do. And don't just do it one day. Don't make it a whole laborious thing that makes it heavy on you. Because once you start doing something in pain, it's no longer love. You've got to want to do it. And it shouldn't be a chore. It should be something that you know you are capable of doing and it feels good to you because it has to feel good to you in order for it to reach the person powerfully. So find it. It's simple. It's simple. You find a homeless shelter of inner city where you can reach out and bring what they need or find what they need. One thing I do, I reach out to homeless shelters because if you know Mm -hmm. my story, as a young girl, I was in a homeless shelter with my family, and that, that's my heart. That's, that's my, my need to change and improve people who have gotten in a situation that I once lived in. And so I go in, but I don't go in telling them what they need. <laughs> I go in asking because I'm, I'm here to serve. 
I, I go and asking, what do you need at this moment? And where can I serve? Like, where, where can my knowledge serve? Because I think knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. We really need to start helping educate and not educate on this topic, educate. The inner city is undereducated, underserved. And I can say it directly because that's where I come from. I, I come from an environment where if you are in school, you're barely taught to read. And you're just passed along because we need a couple of numbers to say they got their high school diploma. Or maybe you don't even make it through high school. And so those, those oppression actions cause a reaction. And so, no, it's not the color of a skin. It's the oppression of the experience. And so if we can start changing the narrative of the experience, then we can start lifting lives up for better living, better quality. And then you can have another Leah coming out in the world, right? I want so many more Leahs coming out in the world. I want so many more Leahs on bright yellow thrones. Here's my dream. I'm going to say my dream. Probably the first time I said it out on a podcast. My dream is that uh, Valencia Key Jewelry becomes um, so impactful and um, that people support it so much that I started a nonprofit recently called Key to Light because I, I believe that the beauty of life and when you can live a glorious, joyful life, it's having light and being able to see the path that you can go. And so my dream is to have Valencia Key Jewelry be able to take key to light and build trade schools in the inner city because a skill will change your life. Like if you can physically do something, it's like changing. No, the economy can't take it from you. Your sister can't take it from you. A job can lay you off, but you still have your skill. You have your talent and you can Mm -hmm. use that skill anywhere. And so you will always be able to be self-sufficient and efficient. So that is my dream. And I can't wait. I'm glad we said it today. What is this? June 13th? Uh, June 15th, 15th, 2020. 2020. We said it. Now let's see. Let's see. Let God work and see uh, when we first, we open the first school to uh, train and give skills to inner city, inner city people. I'm excited for that. I love that. that, Then that's action, right? And then that, that's your ripple effect and that is your impact. And I think really looking at the, because for me, children have such a powerful draw just because of what I grew up in as, as the child of an addict and also being a mother. It's like, if we can impact the children right now, the children right now to shift, to, to shift their mindsets, to shift the experience that they're living in, to be able to shift and and show them love, show them an outpouring of joy in and to, to show them role models like you that that have been there and that move moved from thank you. I think I think the thing is one of the things that I tell all of my clients, um, because you know, having men and women and different ages and different races and different genders, like I can impact the so many people. But there are some people that won't listen to me because I haven't had certain experiences because I'm not a certain color because I 
I'm a woman. There are some people that, that won't listen to me. And that's not saying it's good or it's bad. It's saying that they they have their, their people that they like to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I was telling a client of mine who's older, I said, it is your age and your experience that people actually, that why we need you mm-hmm. because you're different than me, because of your uniqueness, because of your experiences and everything that you've been through, everything that I've been through, because you're able to touch and and bring light to a different community than I would probably be able to. And that's why all of our unique skill sets, all of our genius zones can lift each other up, I believe. I, I believe that when we operate in that space and we use that talent and we don't throw it away or onto crappy soil, but we really root it in, And that just, it blossoms and it gives abundantly beyond what we think is imaginable. Yes. And when we stop boxing people in a box, I know um, many of us follow what we hear and what we see. And so if we were told that this is the only way to go or be or to be successful and, and we box these visions, then people are limited because they don't see what they can do because they know that's not their genius zone. So it cancels them out. It's like, well, that's not my, I know I'm not, I don't even like that. I can't do that. So, so then I lean into what's easy, but if we start really, you know, when I get this trade school, it's going to cater to all people. I, I, I start change. I change my life every quarter. Like, 20s, 30. I'm I'm shifting. I'm shifting. I'm shifting. And so a lot of people are told when you get older, you're done. If you haven't done it by this age, it's done. That's so not true. There are people sitting in the inner city right now, 30 and 40, that feel that there's no hope. And so when you have no hope, there are probably actions that equate to no hope because society has told you it's no hope. But I can't wait to make a change. Like that's not true. At 40, if you get a skill that you li- that's living in your genius zone, love genius zone. Love it. Gonna use it. <laughs> a skill that's living in your genius zone, you will soar at 40 and you will at 40 start living your best life. Won't be easy because learning is challenging. You gotta be up for the task. But you really will start living in it because like you said, you clicked into your genius zone and no one's allowed, the majority of the world is not allowing everyone to live in their genius zone and saying, find your genius zone mm-hmm. and, and having outlets to then train people just because you're good at certain things that now you need some training to start mm-hmm. to unlock, no pun intended, Oh, I want to <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> starting, to, starting to unlock that greatness that really lives within that light that lives within, and we we've oppressed that in people for so long, and it takes a hard person with a very strong, determined mindset to break through the crack. And I just want to be uh, someone that comes back in and opens a crack up to shine some light to have more people come on through with me. My dream. <laughs> I, I love your dream, Leah. And if there is anything I can do to support it, you know I am cheering and championing and celebrating you all the way, all the way. 
And I know you have a hard out, I believe, like right now. <laughs> yeah, what time is it? <laughs> Yeah, That's okay. Right I got so much to do with the uh, QVC. Oh my gosh. Take Good two, baby. Around. Second time around. So excited. So, Leah, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing your knowledge, for sharing your words of wisdom, your divine downloads, your royalty on that throne and owning and leading as the leader that you are. You are an inspiration to me. I am honored to call you my friend and I love you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate your love. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your heart. I appreciate your sensitivity. I appreciate all of that. And that's what, when we can connect with each other with a sensitive heart and an open mind, oh, how great do things change and how great do things magically happen. And so I abundantly love you with all my heart. And I hope that people check Valencia Key Jewelry out on QVC. QVC.com, my second airing, June 17th. Oh my gosh. Or ValenciaKeyJewelry.com. Um, That's where you can get the rooted collection. But on Q- and I have mine. And you're wearing my I, I got mine on. I got, okay. my, I got my sparkle and believes on. <laughs> sparkle and believe. If we believe it, we can achieve it. My mother wrote this uh, lesson. <laughs> my mother will write because I'm a, I love, I enjoy speaking. I do not enjoy writing. Not my genius zone. So my mother would write my speeches uh, when I was in school because I always wanted to do these oratorical competitions, but you had to write your speech. So my mother would write my speech and one of those speeches to this day, um, I think I placed like second or third in the city oratorical. But the last thing was, um, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. And that has stuck in my heart because if we can believe it to be so, then it will lead into us to do actions and the actions will allow us to achieve it. And so I love you for doing the action and um, allowing this world to become a better place. Amen. I, I, it all starts with belief. And I so believe in you and where you're going in your dream. And I am so honored that you shared it here with us today for the first time. And that is, that is such a light and such an inspiration. Oh my goodness. If you have a question for Leah, definitely drop it in the comments. She is a member of this community. So make sure you drop it in the comments below. And, and just, if you just want to get an outpouring of like yellow heart emojis as well, because she just poured on that love and I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.